When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, reader. I'm Cindy Burnett. Welcome to my award-winning podcast, Thoughts from a Page, which is a member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. On the show, I chat with authors whose books I have enjoyed about their new releases, and I give you a peek behind the curtain of the publishing industry with my Behind the Scenes series. With so many books coming out weekly, it can be hard to decide what to read, so I find the best ones and share them with you. If you're looking for a community of readers, bonus content, and a chance to read books before they hit the shelves, I hope you'll consider joining my Patreon group, which is filled with a wonderful bunch of book lovers. The link to join is in the show notes. Do you love to be in the know about upcoming books? Kelly Hooker of At Kelly Hook Reads Books and I do too. We couldn't find a comprehensive list of titles all in one place, so we made one ourselves, and now we're sharing it with you. Our literary lookbook is a list of 182 books releasing from January to May 2024, curated for our communities. The link to buy it is in my show notes. Today, Kristen Cusick-Lewis returns, this time to chat with me about her book recommendations for gift-giving at the holidays. I thoroughly enjoyed speaking with her before about her role at Real Simple and all sorts of other bookish things and was thrilled that she agreed to come back and provide more recommendations. Kristen is the best-selling author of Perfect Happiness, Half of What You Hear, Save Me, and How Lucky You Are. She is also the contributing books editor for Real Simple Magazine where she handles the magazine's books coverage for an audience of over 6 million monthly readers. Kristen curates the magazine's books page, working with publicity teams and editors across the publishing industry to handpick and feature five new releases each month. I hope you enjoy our conversation. If you really enjoy this podcast, I have another show that I've recently learned about and started listening to. It's called The Book Bumble. Hosts Leslie Hopping and Laura Pleasance release new episodes each Wednesday and every episode is surrounding a theme. Recent episodes are centered around the themes of books that surprised them, Mysteries 101, and books that have a strong sense of place. I feel like I read decently similar to them, so there is some overlap, which is fabulous. I love hearing them discuss in depth some of the books that I have read and loved, but then they've also put all sorts of other books on my radar, some that I'd passed over thinking maybe they wouldn't appeal to me, and others that I wasn't familiar with. One of my favorite things about listening is that I always come away with at least one new read. They can be found on all major platforms, and I highly recommend checking them out. And again, that's the book Bumble. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, 
toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? I've never done it. (laughs) Welcome, Kristen. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great as well, and I'm thrilled to pieces that you are back. I had so much fun chatting with you last time, and I was so glad that you agreed to come on and talk about book recommendations for gift giving. Well, I'm so glad too. This is my favorite subject to talk about. So I appreciate you having me once again. Absolutely. And I saw recently on Instagram that you had just turned in your March selections for Real Simple. I'm always so impressed that you are that far ahead. I think you have your April ones that you'll be turning in soon. That's correct. Yes. I think that 2024 is going to be a huge year for reading because the books that I'm seeing for the spring are just phenomenal. I can't find a bad book. So... I have been saying the same thing, that I just feel like there are so many great books coming out. I've read a bunch already, and there's only been one or two that haven't worked very well for me, and so many ones that worked well. And in fact, there was another one. You had posted that you were reading The Husbands, a debut by Holly Gramazio. And I was like, oh, I loved that book so much. Did you end up enjoying it? I absolutely loved that book. I was messaging with another book reviewer online after I posted something about that book. And I think she described it perfectly. She said, it's so refreshingly weird for a rom-com. I mean, it just, and it has so much to say about how we have this huge amount of choices to make in our modern world and how difficult it can be to make the right choice. It's just a hilarious, great book. I loved it. It really is. And I was kind of curious about the premise. So the premise is that this woman is single and she comes home one day in her apartment or flat in London and her husband is at home and she's like, I'm not married. And so she's trying to figure out what's going on. And he goes up into the attic. And when he comes down, it's another husband. And so she realizes that every time somebody goes in the attic and comes down, they have evolved into somebody else. And so I thought, well, I wonder how this premise is going to play out over an entire novel. You know, like at some point, is the novelty of a new person coming down going to get old? But it doesn't at all because she really takes the story in a different direction than I thought she might. And I loved it. I feel the same way. And I don't know about you, but it inspired a lot of go up into the attic jokes with my husband. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Actually, I should do that. (laughs) That's a great idea. But you know, and it was just so funny because when she didn't like somebody, she's like, oh, could you go get something out of the attic for me? And I thought, oh, how nice would that be if that was all it took? (laughs) How convenient. (laughs) So I've already reached out to her to schedule an interview because I'm like, I love this book. It is just so much fun. It is. I agree. But, you know, there's a lot more to it than just a regular old book. So I I love that. But you're right. It is weird, but it doesn't really play out weird. I mean, it's just really, really interesting and made me think a ton. Yeah, me too. Me too. I loved it. So today you're going to recommend books for gift giving. I didn't give you any parameters because I was like, I'm just going to let you go with it and do whatever you would like to do. So I can't wait to hear all of your recommendations. Do you want to get started? Sure, sure. I'm so excited about this. I have a list of nonfiction and fiction books, and I'll start with the nonfiction if that works. Perfect. Okay, great. So everyone is talking about the Britney memoir right now when we're recording this, but I had to, if if you have someone on your list who likes a celeb memoir, the one that I loved most this year was Minka Kelly's Tell Me Everything. Don't know if you read that one, but... I didn't. And okay, now I'm so curious to hear about it. Okay, great. So she was, if you remember, she played Lila Garrity on Friday Night Lights. 
I hate to admit this, but I've never seen Friday Whoa. Night Lights. <laughs> you need to do that over your holiday break. But yes, exactly. So now I'll have a new show. Okay. Yes. But she had just a harrowing childhood. With It was just her and her mom. At one point, they were living in a storage unit. I mean, it's really, it's an incredible story of resilience that I just loved. And she's a beautiful writer. So that's a great for a celeb lover, celeb memoir lover. Uh, my next one is The Many Lives of Mama Love by Laura Love Harden. Did you read this one? I did it, but I have heard such great things about it. And my friend Kelly Hooker, who comes on the show regularly, does these chapters and chats monthly, and they just hosted her recently. And everybody was raving about the book and about her. So it sounds like it's phenomenal. It's great. And it's just a story. It sounds like something out of the movies. I mean, it's just an inspiring, jaw-dropping story. This woman was a soccer mom, kind of average suburban mom who became a heroin addict who was stealing her neighbor's credit cards to pay for her habit. She went to jail and became kind of like the head shot caller in jail. And she says she used the skills that she honed in like the PTA when she was in jail. And then she got out and became a successful ghostwriter who, you know, worked with everyone and interviewed everyone from Oprah to the Dalai Lama. So it's a wild story. And that in and of itself makes it entertaining. But it's really a story about shame, learning to forgive yourself, resilience once again. It's a great, great book. So I love that she used her PTA skills to become the shot caller in prison. (laughs) If somebody doesn't make a movie out of this woman's life, I mean, they're missing an opportunity. It's just incredible. I mean, that really is incredible. I, I do need to get to that one. Hopefully I will get to it at some point. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. My next book, I think it could appeal to lots of people on your gift list, is Capote's Women by Lawrence Lamer. It's a book about um, the society women in the 1950s and 60s who were Truman Capote's friends. These are women like Babe Paley, CZ Guest, and they confided in him and he betrayed them and was really ostracized from, from their group. The fun thing that you could mention if you give this to somebody for a gift is that the book is being adapted for FX with Naomi Watts, Molly Ringwald, Demi Moore, Diane Lane. It's really an incredible, juicy story. I just recently interviewed him because he had a new book come out this year called Hitchcock's Blondes, which is also phenomenal. I loved both Capote's Women and Hitchcock's Blondes. And he was telling me all about this FX adaptation. It's like season two of some show. I can't think of what the name of it is. But he said he was on the set and how elaborate it all was. It was like stepping into another world because they do the black and white ball and a variety of things like that. So I can't wait to see that. And I loved both Capote's Women and Hitchcock's Blondes. Fantastic. We're on the same wavelength. Exactly. So my next book is sort of motivational. It might be great for, say, if you have somebody who's about to graduate from college, that kind of thing. Um, It's called Nothing is Missing by Nicole Walters. Um, Nicole was raised by Ghanaian immigrants uh, in the Washington, D.C. area primarily. And then she went on to become a self-made multimillionaire. And it's just, just an incredible story about grit and determination. Just a little side note, if you follow Sharon Says So on Instagram, Nicole Walters is a friend of hers. They became great friends on Instagram, and she posts a lot about this book. It's just an incredible story about just survival and grit. Okay, so I have to ask you, who is Sharon Says So? Oh, Sharon Says So is the best. If you have any interest in current events or just American history, which sounds very dry, but she's incredible. She calls herself America's government teacher. And she, you just need to go on her account and spend some time. I mean, she's hilarious also, but she's just 
breaks down like daily news in a way that nobody else does. And she has like over a million followers now, I think. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited. I learned something from you every time. You taught me the library journal listings, which I have used religiously since we talked last time. And now I've got Sharon Says So to go follow. And I don't know if I've heard of Nicole's book or not. I'm one of those people that is super visual. I obviously haven't read it. I would remember if I had read it. But sometimes I'll be like, I've never heard of that book. And then I pull up the cover and I'm like, oh, I've seen that book everywhere. So it's probably one of those that if I pulled it up, I would be like, I do know that book. I just haven't read it. Yes, I can completely relate to that. Yeah. There's just so many titles, you know, there's so many books out there that it's sometimes very hard to keep up with them. But with Instagram, it helps because the covers are almost always familiar. Definitely, definitely. Okay, my next book is a crowd pleaser for really anyone on your list. You could give this to a coworker or a neighbor. You could give it as a hostess gift or a host gift. And it's been on a lot of gift lists this year. And I think for good reason. It's the book of more delights by Ross Gay. Ross Gay is a poet and he came out with the book of delights a few years ago. And this is the follow up. And it's just little sweet essays um, that encourage us to appreciate the everyday world around us. It's just a feel good. It's a great book. Okay, that sounds really good. Again, hopefully, if I look it up, I recognize the cover, but that sounds delightful. It is. It is. It's great. It's the kind of thing you can just set out on your coffee table or on your nightstand and read a page or two at a time. And it's just a feel good. And like you said, a great gift for almost anyone. Yes, for sure. For sure. Definitely. So the next the next nonfiction book is another memoir. Um, this is one that we covered in the December issue of Real Simple, and it's Call You When I Land by Nikki Vargas. Um, Nikki is a young woman who's an editor at Forbes Travel who was in her mid-20s. She was engaged. She had been fitted for the wedding dress. She had a stable job. Her career was going somewhere. And she just had a moment like out of the movies where she decided that this was not the life that she wanted. It was not the path she wanted to go down. And so she bought a plane ticket to Colombia and spent some time there. And then she bought a plane ticket to Vietnam and spent some time there and just had an incredible globe trotting time, um, just globe trotted all over the world. And it's a great book for anyone who has some wanderlust. Um, it's just an incredible story about a brave woman who really turned her passion for travel into her career and her new life. I have seen that one. So I'm like, at least I can visualize this one. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, I think it has like a paper airplane on the cover or something. Yeah, it does. It's a great cover. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And then my next book is by um, uber popular podcaster and writer Gretchen Rubin. Life in Five Senses is her most recent book. Have you read this one, Cindy? I haven't. And I've heard her name, but I'm not really familiar with her. Okay. So Life in Five Senses. So she takes, she tends to with her books, like The Happiness Project was her big, big breakout book that started her whole thing, is that she will take something that's going on in her life and kind of makes herself an experiment. So this book, Life in Five Senses, came out of, she went to the eye doctor. And I think if I'm remembering correctly, her eye doctor told her that she had the chance of getting a detached retina or something like that. And if she didn't keep up with her appointments, there was a chance she could lose her sight. And so she left the appointment and she was walking home. She lives in New York City and she felt like she was seeing things like she had never seen them before. And it got her thinking about all of the senses that she neglects just in the course of her every day. And it really makes you think of, I think we've all had that experience where like you drive home and you realize that you don't even notice what what's around you or I'll pass houses when I'm walking my dogs every single day and we'll just never notice details about them unless I really look. So this is a, a book about slowing down. It encourages you to pay attention to your senses. There's even a quiz where you can see like which of your senses are you most neglecting. It sounds really quirky, but I'm telling you, it makes your life feel a lot richer 
it's a great one. So, okay, that sounds really good because I definitely am guilty of the driving home and not paying any attention other than what's on the road, but like, you know, the houses I drive by or where I'm going. And often if if I'm used to a certain path that I'm driving and like, you know, heading home and I realize, oh, I'm actually going someplace else, half the time I end up at home and I'm like, wait a minute, I was supposed to be headed somewhere else. And then I do the same thing on the walks. My husband and I walk a ton in our neighborhood and there'll still be times when I look at a particular house and I'm like, I've never focused on the exterior of this house, even though I've walked by it a hundred times. So that sounds interesting, just learning to be in the moment more. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great, and her writing style is so easily digestible. I mean, it sounds like, it's like a conversation with a friend. It's not dry at all. She's she's great. So would that be a good listen? It's an excellent, I actually listened to it. It's an excellent listen. Yes. Okay. I end up listening to a fair amount of nonfiction versus reading it just because it works better for me. So good. I'm going to add that one to my list. That's a great one. It's a great one. And now for a quick break to take a moment and thank today's sponsor, Air Doctor. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take approximately 20,000 breaths a day. According to the EPA, indoor air is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases, even up to 100 times more polluted. I struggle with allergies myself that poor air quality exacerbates, and so using my air purifier from Air Doctor really helps me manage my allergies. So what's the solution to poor air quality? Air Doctor has introduced an air purifier that has captured the attention of established media outlets such as CNN, Money, and more. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens, such as pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold, and even bacteria and viruses, so your lungs don't have to. All Air Doctor purifiers also feature WhisperJet fans, 30% quieter than ordinary air purifiers. Want to breathe better? Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code THOUGHTSFROMAPAGE, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code thoughts from a page. Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And now back to the rest of the show. So those are my nonfiction picks. Um, for fiction, I was going to start out with some historical fiction. The first one is The Frozen River by Ariel Lahan. And this one is, takes place in 18th century Massachusetts. It's another one that we covered in the December issue of Real Simple. It has such a great wintry feel. So if you have a historical fiction lover on your list, this is a great one. It's based on an actual woman who was a midwife. And it's part historical fiction, part murder mystery. There's even some courtroom drama in it. This midwife discovers the body of a man that's been frozen in this river in town is someone who's been accused of rape. And she has all of these notes from being a midwife in town that might help solve the crime. It's just a great, great read. I have read some of her earlier books, but I haven't read this one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. My next historical fiction, also a recent release that we covered in Real Simple is Absolution by Alice McDermott. This is about women who were the spouses of men sent to Vietnam, not as soldiers, but more for work. Their work was related to the Vietnam War, so more kind of upper class. And it really kind of zooms in on these two wives in particular. One is a newlywed. She's kind of shy, a little bit meek even. And this other wife who's been there a bit longer, who's really brash, takes her under her wing. And it's the story about how these women kind of got through that period of time. And it's, it's excellent. The funniest part about that book is what has stuck with me. For some reason, the Barbie doll aspect of that book is what I keep thinking about. <laughs> you know, he said that I had completely forgotten about that. And now I don't know why. 
But like when I'll see something about Barbie, it makes me think of absolution every yeah. time. I don't know. But it was interesting, the women's relationships. It was. And I loved this one. But did you read the Kristen Hanna, the Vietnam? I haven't yet, but I've heard it's phenomenal. I It's my favorite book of hers, I think. Everyone keeps saying that. I have it actually sitting right here on my shelf and I need to get to it. I'm not a huge Vietnam War person. Like I just feel like it's such a sad war and, you know, just so graphic. But so many people have been raving about it that I think I am going to read it because I haven't heard a single person who hasn't liked it. And it's got like 4.63 stars on Goodreads. And I mean, I know it's not out, but there's a lot of ratings already. So I'm like, okay, I I definitely need to read it. It's incredible. And I'll tell you, Cindy, I am not a historical fiction lover. I'm really not. And this book, I I absolutely loved that book. It's so great. Okay, that's good to know. And I am a huge historical fiction lover. Like that is a lot of times my go-to genre. So I I really do need to read it. I loved her book about the Dust Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great. Okay, so my next two are thrillers, and they're kind of like appeal to anybody kinds of thrillers. The first one has been everywhere, so maybe people have seen it, but it's None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. And this is one that even I think teenagers or like a college-aged person would love. It has a true crime kind of podcast aspect. It's a real page turner about two women and how their lives come together. I feel like that book has been everywhere. I mean, that doesn't mean lots of people still will not have read it, but I mean, it has definitely landed well. For sure. For sure. So another real page turner is The Hike by Lucy Clark. I love Lucy Clark's thrillers because the setting is always really part of the story. And this is a story about four friends, four female friends who go on their annual girls trip. And one of them has convinced them to kind of give up their annual poolside beach vacation for hiking in the mountains of Norway. And let's just say the trip goes awry. It's a great sit by the fire, cozy thriller kind of a read. It has a stunning cover. And I loved her last book, One of the Girls. Yes, I did as well. I'm a huge fan of hers. I I really like her books. And now I have some general fiction. This is a rom-com, but it's so much more than that. It just came out yesterday and it's been all over social media. And I'm thrilled to say that I am doing an event with her tonight. But um, The Last Love Note by Emma Gray. This book is by um, a woman who's, she's an Australian writer who's written YA. And this is her first adult novel. It's a story that is based on her personal experience. Her husband passed away suddenly from a heart attack. So it's a story about a young widow Her husband has died two years previously and how she moves on with her life. And there is a love interest part of the story, but it's so much more than that. Um, It's a story about how we get through the most difficult challenges we can face. And it's also absolutely hilarious at times. It has kind of a Catherine Center feel. So I think that could appeal to lots of people on your gift list. I have been hearing such rave reviews about that one. I mean, people are just gushing. It's great. It's really wonderful. Her writing is just so it's, you know, it's such a tough topic, but she handles it in a light way, which I don't know how she managed to pull that off, but it's, it's really an incredible read. Okay, good. Completely different. Um, Literary fiction. If you have a literary fiction lover on your list, this is going to be, I predict a big award winner for some of the big awards. Um, North Woods by Daniel Mason. It's a very inventive story that's almost hard to describe. It's based on a single plot of land in Massachusetts and all of the lives that have passed through it over 300 years. So it starts out as just a plot of land and the people who live on it then all the way up until current times, you know, it eventually becomes a house, then eventually it becomes a rundown house. There are ghosts, there's intrigue, there's romance. It's, it's a wild book. 
I've heard great things about it. And the funny thing is, that's Northwoods, which I'm pretty sure is two words, right? Yes, that's right. And there is a debut thriller that is phenomenal coming out in January, Northwoods, one word. And so early on, I was having some confusing conversations with people because I've read The Northwoods coming in January by Amy Pease, and I had not read this Northwoods, and I still haven't. I need to. It sounds like it would be right up my alley. And so we were having these confusing conversations about the two books, which were vastly different. It's just funny to have such similar titles coming out in such a small window of time. It is. It is. And I wish for that author whose book is coming out in January that she could have, I don't know, not that she could have changed her title, but that there was another title because I hate for it to get confused. But hey, you never know. Exactly. Maybe that'll help. You know, there was all that talk. I can't remember. I think it was Ruta Sepetis when her one of her books came out and it had a very similar title to another and then people were buying the wrong one, but she said it helped my sales. Hey, that's good. That's true. Very true. Yes. Okay. The next one is a book that we covered in Real Simple, The Leftover Woman by Jean Kwok. This is a great book about two women and how their lives intersect. One is a woman who's come to New York City from China to look for the daughter that she was forced to give up at birth. And the other woman is a high-powered editor in a publishing house who has an adopted daughter from China and is trying to balance motherhood with her job and her marriage. Um, It's really a story about class and motherhood and these two very different women. It's fantastic. And that has a beautiful cover. It does. So the next one, this is a lighter read, but just a great book for anyone in your life is The Good Part by Sophie Cousins. This could be good for if you have a woman in her 20s, that kind of thing on on your list. The protagonist in this story wakes up to a life that she always wanted. She wakes up suddenly. It sounds a little bit like the husbands that we were just talking about, but it's not. She wakes up to the life she's always wanted. She has a beautiful home. Her career is exactly where she wants it to be. She's married to this wonderful man. She has children. But is it really a dream come true? So it's a story about the choices we make and whether or not those make us happy. I've seen people posting about it, but I hadn't really read what they were posting. I just saw it go by, you know, when I was on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But that sounds super clever and it'd be great for my girls. I have two girls that are in their 20s and I think they would both love that. Yes, that's I think the perfect reader for this. It's it's just a sweet book and it's funny. Yeah, so that's great. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh And then I think this is my last one on my list. And this is one that was very popular, but I think it's such a good read. And I think it's the kind of book that you and I can't imagine this, but say you have someone on your list who doesn't really read. This is a book that I think anyone could love. It's Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sittenfeld. It's her latest. It's about a woman who's divorced and she's a writer on a show like Saturday Night Live. It's, it's essentially Saturday Night Live. And she's feeling a little bit despondent about the fact that there are all these kind of run-of-the-mill celebrity men who end up with these fabulous women. And then this huge celebrity comes to guest host the show and things go from there. I'll just say that. And it's just a great book that's about so much more about their relation than their relationship. It's just a fun, fun read. And I just think that she's a beautiful writer. So I loved that book. I just felt it was really well done. I liked the insight into like the Saturday Night Live aspects of the story. And and there's been so many good books this year that that one kind of fell off my radar, but I did really like it. I was looking, yeah, I did too. And I was looking back on my list of all of the books that I had covered for Real Simple this year. And when I look back toward the beginning of the year, it's hard to believe that some of these books were just out this year. Um, and this was one of those that I think once it was out and it was over, I forgot about as well. And it's, it's just great. I just, I think she can do no wrong. So um, it, that's a great one. 
Well, and what I think happens, especially for you, even more than for me, but is most of the books that have came out in like January, February, March, I read in 2022. So it's been almost a year, you know, and or often more than a year. And then I'm thinking, oh, gosh, it's been a long time since I read those books. But they really published in this year. It's just in terms of reading ahead, sometimes they seem ages ago. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I completely relate. Well, are there any others for 2024 that you're looking forward to that you haven't read yet or ones that you want to quickly shout out? Here's one for 2024 I'm really excited about. The Sicilian Inheritance by Joe Piazza. I'm super excited about that, but I haven't read it yet. You've read it? I've read it. It is so much fun. It is, I mean, it is really the way that I have told people about it is it's it's a something for everyone read. It has historical fiction. It has romance. It has murder. I mean, it's it's got it all. It's a dual timeline story. It is, it's just beautifully researched. It's beautifully written. Joe's already a powerhouse, but I think this is going to take her over the top. It's an incredible book. She sent me one herself with a really sweet note. And then there's a video that she talks about the book that I got from maybe one of the book reps or something. And it was really interesting to hear. And I've heard nothing but great things about it. So I'm super excited. Glad to hear you loved it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. And then the husbands, of course. And there's actually a beautiful memoir coming out in March called Hereafter by Amy Lynn. That's another Zibby Books release. It's a beautifully written story about a woman who's lost her husband and then has her own health scare, but it's written in these short vignettes. It's just an incredible book that's getting rave reviews. I saw that it was getting rave reviews, and now I'm trying to remember if it's one of the ones I put in for from Zibby Books. I need to go back and look at my thing and make sure I requested it. It's a great one. It's a great one. Well, Kristen, I always love chatting books with you, and this was wonderful, and I'm sure people are going to have all sorts of great gift ideas now. Thank you for having me. It was a joy to speak with you as well. And I hope you have a great holiday. I hope you have a great holiday as well. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook, where you can find me at Thoughts From a Page. If you enjoy this show, please consider joining my Patreon group to access bonus content and support the podcast. If you have a moment to rate the show or subscribe to it wherever you listen to your podcasts, I would really appreciate it. It makes a big difference. And please tell all of your friends about Thoughts From a Page. Word of mouth does wonders to help the show grow. I hope you'll tune in next time.
Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.